0: So we're doing a series and we're calling it Up and Over. Up and Over. We talked a couple of weeks ago about how important it is for us to buckle up because it's no secret we're living in bumpy times. We're living in times of turbulence. And we talked about the 91st Psalm, the Psalm of the Redeemed, and how that we need to buckle up into the presence of God And we need to speak up, amen, and declare what the 91st Psalm says about us. Then last week, Tony Cook was with us, and didn't he do a great job? He sure did. And how many of you are enjoying the book, The Lord is My Shepherd? A tremendous, tremendous book. And then for the premiere last week, I ministered a message called Look Up. Look Up. And I noticed that many of you watched it because there were quite a few views of that. And so if you haven't seen last week's premiere service, it's on the website, and it's called Look Up, and the notes are in there as well. Now this morning, what I want to do is I want to speak a while on lifting up His praises. Lifting up His praises. Now in Psalm 63, verse 2, and I'm going to read from the Passion Translation, he says, I'm energized. Every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and drink in more of your glory. Amen. I'm a candidate for drinking in of his glory. How about you? For your tender mercies mean more to me than life itself. Oh, how I love you and how I praise you, O God. Daily, I will worship you passionately with all of my heart. My arms wave to you like banners of praise. The King James Version says, I will lift up my hands in thy name. Let's just all lift up our hands in his name. Praise God. Glory to God. I will lift up his praises. Now verse 5 says, I overflow with praise When I come before you, that's part of you and I living in the overflow for out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. And part of that living water is you and I lifting up our praises unto God. Amen. For the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. The anointing will satisfy your soul. You are such a rich banquet of pleasure to my soul. And throughout the Word of God, you will see this theme over and over again about lifting up His praises. How important uh, is it for us in this season to cultivate, develop, and to grow into a greater lifestyle of praise. Praise should never, ever be the caboose that follows the circumstances of our life. But praise should be the engine driving our lives. And you and I can do this. We can do it 24 hours a day. We can do it seven days a week. We're not talking about a religious thing. We're not talking about being churchy. We're talking about a biblical thing. I'm talking about when you're in your laundry room, you can lift up His praises. When you're in your car, you can lift up His praises. When you're on the job, you can have a praise in your heart. Wherever you are, from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same, the mighty name of the Lord is to be praised. Come on, give Him about 10 seconds of praise right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Come on, let's laugh at the devil. Ha, ha, ha. He's a defeated foe. He's a defeated foe. He's under your feet. Amen. Yeah, but Pastor Mark, you just don't know. You don't know all I've been going through. You just don't know what the doctor just said to me. You just don't know the letter I got from my landlord. Well, the question I have for you this morning is, can you say hallelujah anyhow? There's an old song that we're going to play at the end of this service. Hallelujah anyhow. Never, never let your problems get you down. Oh, when life's problems come your way, hold your head up and say Hallelujah! Anyhow, I'll tell you what we are believing God for. We are believing God for a praising church, a worshiping church, a dancing church that will praise themselves through the fiery tests of life. A praising church that will lift up His praises. Now this morning I'm not talking about being a secret Christian. Because of what He has done he deserves our praise both privately and publicly. People ought, to be, people ought to know that you are saved because they hear the high praises of God coming out of your mouth. Now there are some awesome things that can happen in our lives when we lift up our praises. Number one, when we lift up our praises, praise will push back darkness praise will change the very atmosphere of your home push the darkness out and bring in the glory and bring in the anointing for there can be a shift in your life and a shift in your home if you will lift up my praises says the Lord hallelujah hallelujah glory to God glory to God Stop talking about how bad things are and start shouting and dancing and praising about how good our God is. Woo Hallelujah! So praise, it'll push back darkness. It'll push back the enemy. It'll push him right out of your home. And I'll tell you what else it will do. It'll push him right out of your soul. Many people have soul troubles and soul problems because they're so busy listening to the lies of the enemy and the deceptions of the enemy all day long. Let's turn that around and let's, instead of doing that, let's sing a new song. Let's sing a new song unto the Lord. Let's charge the very atmosphere of our life with praise. Can we do that? Pushes back the enemy. In Psalms eight and verse two, it says, Out of the mouths of babes and unweaned infants, you have established strength because of your foes. You might that you might silence the enemy and the avenger. Praise shuts the devil up. And praise opens up the atmosphere for God to inhabit your entire being, your entire relationships. You see, praise is a powerful part of our walk of faith. Praise makes the enemy flee. Praise puts him on the run. Here's what Psalms 9 says. I will praise you. Say that with me two times. I will. I will praise you. I will praise you. What are you going to do today, Pastor Mark? I'm going to praise Him. No matter what's going on in the media, no matter what's happening around me, as for me and my hacienda and my wife, we're going to praise Him. We are going to praise You see, you've got to get your will involved in praising Him. I will praise you with my whole heart. I will show forth I will recount, I will tell aloud all your marvelous works and your wonderful deeds. Don't forget to remember what God has already done for you. Don't forget to remember how good He's been to you. Don't forget to remember from whence you came. Remember from where you came God has brought you a mighty long way. And there's another note under that. If He's brought you a mighty long way, He's going to take you all the way. He's going to take you all the way through the fiery tests of life. He's going to take you all the way to your finish line. (laughs) Been a long time since I've run it. Felt good! I'd dance if somebody helped me. I will rejoice and be depressed. I will rejoice and I will be in high spirits. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Now listen to this, verse 3. When my enemies turn back, they stumbled and they perished before you. The enemy cannot stand to hear your praises. He cannot stand to see you get into the presence of God on Monday morning. On Friday night. He hates it when you praise God because God inhabits our praise. Hallelujah. It stops the enemy dead in his tracks. What happens, Pastor Mark, when we lift up his praises? i tell you what it does. It releases the very power of God. Paul and Silas were put in prison for casting out a demon out of a young girl that had a spirit of divination. She brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. And when that demon was cast out of her, she could not operate in that demonic gift any longer. And so the whole city was in an uproar. And they put Paul and Silas in prison. But before they put Paul and Silas in prison, they literally beat them mercilessly. Paul and Silas did not react out of moaning and groaning and complaining. Oh, this is what we get for serving God? If this is what we get for serving God, I'll tell you what, let's just quit now. No, they had a different reaction. And the reaction is found in Acts 16 where it says, And at midnight. How many of you know we all have midnight situations? At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. But they didn't just pray. They sang praises unto God, and they weren't quiet about it. Why? Because the prisoners heard them. And in verse 26, it says, And suddenly, everyone say, And suddenly. Woo, hallelujah. Suddenly, God can take your midnight hour and turn it into a noontime bright, shining shower. Hallelujah. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were. Were shaken, whoo! Just, Just shook like it up, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. I want you to know that their reaction of prayer and praise set off a chain reaction. Oh, come on, somebody, help me with us today. I said the reaction of praise and worship set off a chain reaction. Everyone's chains were loosed. Everyone's bands were loosed. Oh, somebody shout, "Amen!" But the chain reaction did not end with everyone's bands being loosed. The chain reaction caused the very prison, the prison keeper, to be saved and to be born again. He was about to kill himself. Paul said, don't do yourself any harm. And he said, what must I do to be saved? And he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to be saved in your whole household. You talk about a chain reaction. I'm telling you folks, things will happen in your life. Things will happen for your business. Things will happen in this nation. Things will happen... As we pray, things will happen as we praise. It'll set off a chain reaction. Oh, there is a shaking going on. I'm not talking about Elvis Presley, a whole lot of shaking going on. But there is a shaking going on right now in this country, right now in this nation. And I don't want to go into it too much further. But I'm telling you, there's a shaking taking place. And as the body of Christ doesn't back down and wimp out, but as the body of Christ stands up, stands up and prays and praises and lifts up His praises, it's going to cause a shaking. Hallelujah. There's going to be a chain reaction take place. Some of it not good. Most of it all good. Come on, somebody. But I got good news for you. We have been translated out of darkness into a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Woo, hallelujah. Everyone say, Lord, may there be a chain reaction in my life and through my life. Woo, hallelujah. What happens, Pastor Mark? What can happen in my life? What can happen in my church? What can happen? I'm telling you, Alameda County needs a chain reaction. They need to stop following the science so much and start following common sense. Let my people go. Let my people go inside. <laughs> amen. Woo! Somebody, come on, let's shout amen. Aha! Uh-huh. What can happen, Pastor Mark, when we lift up? Everyone, say "lift up." Say it again. Lift up His praises. Now lift both hands and start doing it a while. Glory to God! Glory to God! Glory to God! ha. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so when we lift up His praises, it gives us access to the presence of God because praise is the proper protocol for coming before the Father. In Psalms 100 and verse 4, He says, Enter His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. Bless His name. The message says, enter the password, thank you, making yourselves at home talking praise and worshiping Him. The psalmist said it this way, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us... Let us do what? Let us exalt His name. Hallelujah! For we... For we have been given the name which is above every name. There's no other name under heaven whereby men could be saved. There's no other name in this natural world that has the answer for life's difficulties. The answers are in the name. The answers are in the word. The answers come from the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. David said this, O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. Listen to this statement. Whatever we magnify, whatever we glorify, we give place to in our lives. Whatever we magnify, whether good or bad, whatever we glorify, we will give place to in our lives. And so we want to make sure that we're magnifying the right thing. We want to make sure that we're not magnifying the difficulty. That we're not magnifying the lack. That we're not magnifying the disease. But we are magnifying the Lord and in magnifying and glorifying Him we are giving place to Him in our lives. Do you see that? Do you see that? I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto Him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. One translation says, They became radiant with joy. When we look to Him, we become radiant, shining with the very presence of God. And the world needs you and I to step up. The world doesn't need to listen to all of our woes, all of our tribulations, and all of our troubles. Now why is that? We know that in the world we're going to have tribulation, but you and I have chosen to magnify God. We've chosen to be of good cheer cheer, because God Himself has deprived the world of its ability to harm you or to hurt you in any way. What the world needs now is hope. What the world needs now is for the body of Christ to arise and to shine. For the body of Christ to be that shining light in a dark world. And as you and I, as ambassadors of the Most High, operate and function in this kind of glory, in this kind of magnification of the Lord and glorification of the Lord, all men will be drawn to Him. They may not understand why you're so full of joy, they may not understand why you're so filled with hope. But in your life and through your life and through your words, you can lead them to Jesus. You can lead them to the high tower, that place of safety. Somebody say amen. He said this, He will show us the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. One translation says, You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. In your right hand are eternal pleasures. This is what happens when we lift up His praises. When we lift up His praises, it also will increase our capacity to receive from God. Cultivating... A lifestyle of praise and thanksgiving will will increase your capacity to receive from the Lord. About two years ago, the Lord gave me this phrase: that the spirit of praise and thanksgiving is the door for more. A good friend of mine says it this way: if you want to cultivate a spirit of praise deliberately move your words and thoughts for what you don't have to what you do have. For you will always have something to be grateful for. And so we must guard against complaining and murmuring. When we murmur and complain, it causes us to focus on the wrong things. This is why maintaining an attitude of praise Is so vital to our Christian walk. What happens when we lift up his praises? It will literally sustain you in tough times. There's sustaining power available to praisers. In Habakkuk, the third chapter, and this is one of Brenda's favorite verses of scripture, it says here, Do you want to preach this part? And he, Habakkuk, you can. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 and 19 describes a person where everything seemed to be going wrong. I mean, everything seemed to be going south. It seemed like difficulty was on every side. And in Habakkuk 3 and 17 through 19, he says this, Though the fig tree does not blossom, and there is no fruit on the vines, no apples, no oranges, Though the product of the olive fails, and everyone needs some olive oil. How many of you like olive oil? I put olive oil on my toast today. So good. No olive oil. And the the fields yield no food, no vegetables. Though the flock is cut off from the fold, and there's no cattle in the stalls. There's no filet mignon. There's no burgers. There's no chicken tenders. I mean, things are not good. And things are rough. And so we do not deny the fact that we are going through a tough time. But what we do deny is we deny it of its power to overcome us because you and I are going to go up and we're going to go over. Amen. Now notice the next verse. Did you wear your shouting clothes today? In verse 18, in spite of all that, he said, Yet! Yet! How many of you know you've got to pay attention to the yets in the Bible? Yet what? Yet what? Yet what? I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be victorious in the God of my salvation. This is a major key for us to overcome the difficulties that we're going through. We must lift up His praises. We must rejoice in the Lord our God. Get your home filled with the Word. Get your home filled with praises. As I was getting ready this morning, I put Chris Tomlin on and I listened to the song Yes and Amen. I listened to the song Good, Good Father. I listened to the song Impossible Things. What was that doing? That was causing me to be encouraged in my heart. I could have done something else, but I believe this that as we purpose in our heart to have in our homes the availability of praise and worship, it will literally charge the atmosphere of your life. And I'm going to take my jacket off. Yet I will rejoice. When's the last time you authentically rejoiced? This morning. Yet I will rejoice. And then he goes on to say here in verse 19, The Lord God is my strength. Point to yourself and say, The Lord God... Is my strength. Now say this You are my personal bravery, and you are my invincible army. The Lord spoke to me in the beginning of this pandemic. He said this For an invisible enemy we have. An invincible army. Say that with me. For an invisible enemy, we have an invincible army. Woohoo! Glory. But he didn't stop there. He said, You're my strength, and you are my personal bravery. And you are my invincible army. And you make my feet like hind's feet. You know what a hind does? A hind jumps over the obstacles. Hallelujah. You will make my feet like hind's feet and will cause me and make me to walk, not to stand still in terror. In other words, we're not going to be paralyzed by fear. We're not going to stand still in terror. But you cause us to walk and to make spiritual progress. Folks, this is not a day to regress. You know, I think a lot of times folks that, you know, got furloughed or laid off there for a period of time, instead of making progress spiritually, they just kind of sat on the couch and didn't do anything. And just, you know, listen to the news and just instead of progressing in this season, which we've been given an opportunity to, people have regressed. Look at your neighbor and say, not me and not you. And I could go places with that, but I'm not going to. I think the most serious thing that is is about this pandemic is people's giftings have lied dormant. The ability to serve in the local church has lied dormant. Somebody says, "Yeah, but Pastor Mark, the doors aren't open. I can't serve." Yes, you can. Somebody says, "Well, how can I serve?" I tell you, one of the best ways. And one of the greatest ways that you can serve God in this season is you can serve Him with the spirit of prayer. Prayer is one of the great service, greatest services that we can do in this day in which we live and in this hour where we're at right now. Because someone said many years ago that prayer will pave the way. Prayer... Makes a highway for our God. That prayer will pave the way for the impossible to become possible. So let us not sit (coughs) idly by and twiddle our thumbs and wonder, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why. But let us stir ourselves up. Let us stir ourselves up in praise. And in prayer. And let us take our place and begin to move and to function as the body of Christ with great grace upon our lives. Raise up your hand and say, Lord, I'm here today to serve you with all of my heart. I will pray. I will praise. I will rejoice. And lastly, What happens when we lift up His praises? It literally establishes us. And it encourages us. In Colossians 2 and verse 7, He says, Becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith just as you were taught and abounding in it and overflowing with thanksgiving. We can abound We can increase in our walk of faith through thanksgiving. I believe that lifting up His praises is the highest form of faith. We need to thank Him and praise Him for what He's already done. Praise Him between the amen and the here it is. Praise Him before what you've prayed about manifests. Yeah, but somebody says... We're going through tests. We're going through trials. It's imperative then that we praise Him even more. Well, they took my car. But thank God the bus comes right by my house. They may have turned off your lights in your home, but you got some candles. And you can have a candlelight communion service in your living room. What am I saying? I'm saying develop an attitude of gratitude. It drives the devil crazy. And I'm saying by the word of the Lord to all of us here today that His grace is sufficient for us. And that His grace will strengthen us. And His grace will carry us through. Your lifestyle of praise and thanksgiving increases your faith and it will encourage your heart. Let's all stand up. And let's all lift up our hands to the Lord right now. Glory to God.